Today's episode of Gareth Jones on Speed contains a number of gags or jokes. To make it easier to recognise when these gags or jokes are happening, you will hear a ding. Thank you for your assistance in this matter. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm the Gareth. Uh, this is the Zog. Say hi. Hello there. And the Richard. Hello. How are you guys? Not bad. Very mm. good, thank you. Yes. No better than that. Just, just okay. No, no I'm really good. You're really good. I'm okay. Really good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Have you been Have you been reading the Times for the testing in uh, in Valencia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. little bit, little bit. Yeah. Have you, have you seen what's been going on? I'm just just looking at the on the last day. Kimi was quickest in the Ferrari. Second, Kovalainen. Which leads me to my first gag of the show. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Losing Alonso from McLaren wasn't so bad because every cloud has a cover line in. Yay! Oh, Thank you. My first joke for the show. Thank you for that. Thank you very much. So uh, that means that old Kaki Hoveloven was quicker than Lewis, which... Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Mind you, Kimmy wasn't quick until the last day because he was languishing down about eighth, wasn't he, for for most of the test? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ferrari got off to a bit of a stodgy start. I think Massa was quickest initially, and then uh, eventually uh, Kimmy was was wonderful. But it's all swapping and changing. We, I, I'm going to say this: we shouldn't read too much into this. Well, it's just well you have to say that, but, yeah. um, but but I mean, particularly because you know drivers can be doing different kind of testing. Somebody mm. can be doing long distance runs, and somebody's you know uh, trying different setups and. So, so they could, you know, they they can be, you know, they Some can be good reasons why. Last year's Honda, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the curious thing was that generally the older cars were doing well against the new cars. Mm. Vettel has said that he thinks his car might be at an advantage in the early part of the season because they've got it well sorted. They reckon, and he's been doing well against uh, the other Sebastian. How about that Toro Rosso? They got a right pair of Sebastians as their drivers, <laughs> didn't they? The, the, that was they, my second joke for the show, by the way. They have got. They, they Posted some pretty good, pretty fast times uh, in the last couple of days. Toroso, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. They're very respectable. You know the people who are running the old cars. Yeah. When I get into my car, if I don't want to use the traction control, every time I start it up, I have to remember to push the button. Do they have to do that as well? <laughs> they're not allowed remember to, to disengage it, otherwise it's, yeah. it's not fair. Well, old old it's, car with the new ECU. That's but it's, it's an interesting question. You know, you know um, if uh, if you're saying that the old cars are. Yeah, are kind of starting off better than the new cars, even without traction control. Yeah, but why is that? Because you would think that if there's, you know, if if not having traction control is going to make much difference, that uh, factoring that into the design of the new chassis yeah. should should make it better. So, so what's mm. going on? Well, mm. It's one of the great imponderables, which is again why we shouldn't read too much into it. I think yeah. you know they're bedding in the the early car, the cars. They're being very conservative with them. I think on the first few days. Sand but it is still notable. Word, but, it is. Uh, but here's the the biggest but, curiosity. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. I just can say that one of the things you know you, you can take out of it is that McLaren and Ferrari are both looking quick. You know, yep. it, it doesn't look like we're going to see much of a change from nope. uh, Ferrari and McLaren at the front. And you know, we're not going to see a Force India car in the top ten, are we? <laughs> Not that we've seen their new car wouldn't yet. Put from, wouldn't no. put much. Love them, by the way. Love them. Love them. I'm wearing a Jordan shirt as we as we uh, talk on, on well, this Well, Fisher Keller's uh, driving for yeah. has a pair yeah. of comedy large breasts on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Rock saw Jordan. Sorry. But, it, you know, if evidence was needed that we shouldn't read too much into what's going on in uh, testing at the moment someone who's been strikingly quick is young Nakajima Jr mm. who's been fourth on the last day in the Williams Toyota which is those three things if you add them up shouldn't equal to fourth should they, they Williams should Nakajima Toyota really not in its current trend unless Williams have found something I don't know Zen. well I mean you know, I think you could reasonably uh, read into that that you know either Williams are going to have a pretty good car this year or that uh, Nakajima 
team is quick. You know, one of those, one of those two pre-save pair. Or, I think, or, or both. Both. You know, I think. God, uh, imagine I think, that. Yeah. Interesting. It's going to be entertaining. I think Williams are going to have a good. Year. I think they are going to have a good year. Well, let's see. You know, one one cuckoo just does not make spring, and one quick lap does not make mm. a season. Wise words, mate. Gareth Jones and Speed is very normal. Very, very normal. Uh, Lewis, you're four tenths down on Heike. Um, we can't actually understand this, so um, get yourself out of the car and we'll uh, we'll have a look at the. What are those? They're my new race boots. Those aren't standard issue. No, they're made of gold. Then what? Have you any idea how much those must weigh? And what what the bloody hell is that? It's my new watch. Solid gold, plated with gold. But you can't even raise your arm. Yeah, I know. Wait a second. Show me your teeth. Oh. Ah. What the hell are these? Gold teeth? Ah, I got them from Snoop Doggy Dog. He rinsed them first. Right, that's it. Get away from the McLaren. Sorry, I can't. Golden handcuffs. Do you know what's, what's weird as well about that? The, while the testing's going on, they still keep seeing headlines about this spying scandal, which you sort of thought had been put to bed by now, but they're obsessed with it. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they're talking about more screens and stuff around the cars and stuff. And the, Ferrari made a statement saying that they tightened up security from now on to protect information. Uh, sorry, Kimmy, that's classified. What? But how are my tyres? I can tell you, Kimmy, but then I'd have to kill you. Oh, this is stupid. Wait, I've got the McLaren coming up behind me. Push the self-destruct, Kimmy. Repeat, self-destruct, then take cyanide pill. The blue cow flies over the old queen. What are you talking about? Ralph isn't in F1 anymore. Do you love ridiculous drivers with ridiculous names? More than life itself. <laughs> my favourite, I think, Zolt Baumgartner has always yes. been a favourite of mine. Zolt Baumgartner is a superb name. Yeah. It's it's a brand, isn't it? In Germany, <laughs> I think it's it? a, something for it, it's 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 a weed killer, isn't it? With Zolt Baumgartner. <laughs> One of my favourites. But there's some... I don't know if you've got any favourite ridiculous names. You, you always mention UGE Day. He's got to be your favourite. Uh, in F1, yeah. I sort of collect the stupid names uh, generally. Like a, a mate of mine used to work with a guy called Steve Smooha. Uh, and, um, <laughs> really? Yeah, genuinely. Smooha. Smooha, yes. I don't, I don't know where that comes from, but yeah, Steve Smooha. <laughs> Gaston Matsukane was a favourite, wasn't it, Zog? Do you remember Gaston no, Matsukane? Yeah. No. Oh, and, the, and, what, and the not, dog killer. Not, that's we said that last time. We have to qualify that? that. It just means dog killer. It doesn't mean he kills dogs. He might. We don't know. Although on a sort of vaguely latterly related note, n- not not a ridiculous name, but but, a, but one of the sort of nice sounding names of recent times. Timo Glock. Oh, yes. Lovely, yeah. lovely. Yes. Name. Sorry, did someone just? Drop a Swiss clock, then. <laughs> Timo clock. It's a beautifully formed name. Yeah, and he's great. Timo won points for Jordan when he had a race in Canada. We were at Le Mans. We watched it. I remember. And uh, him in, being in the Toyota, it's going to be a bit of a hurry up. He's great, Timo Glock. He was great in GP2. Which brings me, thank you, Zog, very neatly to highlight reason with this. I'm Take serious. I want to talk about the new GP2 Asia series. Have you noticed this is Bernie and Co trying to steal a bit of a march on A1 Grand Prix by running cars similar in spec? 
in a rival series in some mm. ways. Is this the thing that's supported by the speed car race, which Lacey is uh, yep. in now? Yeah, yeah, and Johnny Herbert too, yep. and uh, a few other interesting guys. I just don't think motor racing should be a contact sport, though. I can't do NASCAR. Convert me, <laughs> convert me, but. The point is this, right? Here's some of the guys in the GP2 Asia series. I love the names. They're beautiful. Now, we all know Roman Grosjean. He's appeared in A1, mm-hmm. right? He's been in GP2. He's good. Fairuz Fauzi. I know Fairuz. Malaysian lad. Karen Shanduk. We've mentioned Karen Shanduk and his big eyebrow. Mm. And uh, he's doing well in... Well, he'll be in GP2 Europe this year, right? Hiroki Yoshimoto. Good one, that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Nice rhythm. Alberto Valerio. Oh, it's good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. dirty. David Valsecchi. Good. Valsecchi, driving for Durango. Andy Suchek, we've known him. All right, Andy. Jerome Ambrosio. Ambrosio? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Vitaly Petrov. Should be a cosmonaut. Vitaly Petrov. I think he had an A1 drive once. Ho Bin Tung. He's great. He's been in the (laughs) A1 GP. Ho Bin Tung. Chinese, been in the A1 GP car. Ho Bin Tung. I certainly think he is. Christian Bakerud, these Netherlands. Uh, Marco Bonanimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimonimon
bring ah, it back. So it's kind of completing the circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously they, they want them to do well because the GT40s did pretty damn fine in 1968 at Le Mans. So, you know, there's mm. honour to be upheld there because mm. also those Golf Porsches did pretty well in the 70s. They did 71 yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah, fantastic. Yeah. There was a car running in the Golf Colours at Le Mans last year, wasn't there? Rob, yeah, Robbie one of the, Kerr uh, was driving one of the cars. Yeah. And it yeah. did, mm, I can't remember reasonably well, midfield. I may be wrong there. But as soon as you and see been those on the colours, a couple you just of times, kind of go, you know. it's, just, mm. it's something... Shiver up the spine. I don't it's, know why. It's, it's, it's real. Yeah, I mean, there are, you know, uh, that, that Ferrari red, you know, arguably the, uh, you know, British racing green has that mm. sort of same evocative mm. thing. But but I think I think the golf colours are more special. There's something mm. particularly... Yeah, uh, just touches a nerve. In a way, because they're sort of almost associated with, as you say, s- such particularly fabulous cars, such iconic vehicles, you know, GT40 and the uh, uh, 917. But I was just going to say that one thing about the DBR9. It looks good, however you paint it. That's it, true. It looks fabulous yeah. in the green. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It looked fabulous in the... Was it black? It, it, was, no, a, no, it, it was, was a very dark year, blue yeah. one as well. The Italian team were oh, yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, very dark blue. And, even and they all look fantastic. Yeah, you know? yeah. Bless it. You could well, stretch that, that theory and see if it would look cool still if you did it like sort of non-metallic brown or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it'd still look pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah so but were you saying about... Maybe that would be a concept. Sahara beige... Yeah. That's one of my favourite colours. So we applaud uh, Dave Richards for that, or whoever's responsible, perhaps at Ford, oh, yeah. for helping it happen. Yeah, I think well, as part of the sweetener deal, maybe. Who guessing. Knows? Yeah, but um, also a, another bit of news, which was no one's really mentioned this. Aston news. Aston, that's all it is. We like it. There's going to be an Aston Martin-powered LMP1 coupe, a sports prototype, running at Le Mans this year a pro drive car so if you like it's an official Aston Martin although who's running it Charoux's Charoux racing I think <laughs> yeah so, so it's, it's going to be a Charoux racing entry with an Aston Martin engine rather than being you know an outright Aston Martin entry but even so it's still Aston Martin challenging for outright victory at Le Mans mm. which uh, Dave Richard said uh, he was uh, he was going to do after the DBR's uh, one. I don't know if we mentioned it on the programme, but as we stood in the rain on the start-finish straight there at Le Mans this year, we heard Dave Richards make this bold statement, yeah, we could be going for an outright victory. And everyone went, yeah, mm. well, amazing. No, surely not. He's just euphoric. You know, they've done well. Fly. But fantastic, he's there. Um, I don't know why I get so very excited about Aston Martin winning at Le Mans but over perhaps anyone else. But there's something about it that tickles me. I don't know. You probably feel the same, both of you, am I right? I mean, you're a Porsche yeah, man, Tog. Absolutely, but, um, but, but, but I love the idea of, uh, of Aston Martin racing for outright victory rather than just racing GT. Um, but in, in terms of, if you're asking why is it exciting, I think one of the reasons is possibly that, you know, unlike, say, Jaguar, which I think, whilst it also has, you know, it's got that great, you know, it's got a, it's got a bit of history at Le Mans to mm. tap into. Mm. Um, Aston Martin is, just, is much more of a sports car company at the moment. It, you know, it, it's not making... It, it, Jaguar is a company that makes executive saloons, basically, whereas yeah. Aston Martin is a company that makes performance fast cars, cars, performance cars. And, and so, so they should the, be there. That's why it's more exciting. Yeah, it's more appropriate. Yeah. That, well, uh, that's, yeah, simple as that. If they're going to be there, I guess we're going to be there, aren't we, this year? We, we made plans oh, that far so. ahead? Not specific, but I'm hoping to be there. Maybe the other way around. Is the correct answer. That's just about it from Gareth Jones on Speed. But before we go, I have to apologise. We got in a bit of trouble, or rather I got in a bit of trouble. Uh, you know the minicab driver song that we did in the last show? 
Well, in order to record the sound of a radio controller over the radio, I actually went to a local cab company, wonderful company called Sam's Cars in Stoke Newington, and they were brilliant. They read out script I gave them, and they created stuff on their own. They couldn't have been more helpful. Then when they heard the song and the context of what we'd record, they, they thought we were singing about them. Now, I was we absolutely clear. We were not singing about Sam's Cars in Stoke Newton or any reputable proprietary De- cab company, decent mini cab company, and we use them a lot, don't we, fellas? I do. I'm going to use one in a second to go home. That's <laughs> true. You're going to get up to very late. Quite nice cars. Yeah. As used by Richard Potter. It's true. It's official. So, um, uh, apologies to Sam's Cars, uh, but no apologies to the people we were actually singing about in the song, who are the uh, illegal cab drivers who stand on Charing Cross Road when you're coming home from a club at four o'clock in the morning, and they say, taxi, minicab, DVD, that's who we're singing about. I stand corrected, and I apologise unreservedly. Yes. And now, go and sit on the naughty step. Please call me Dad. Uh, no, it's David. Because that was your name and nothing ever changed Now you're all smart and you've all Aston Martin Or Lisa came in front for QAT partners Suddenly it's changing, always rearranging Is it Dave or David? What will it be? Is it so hard? What's on your bank cards? Do you have two sets of stationery? Make up your mind, David Just think, what would Asimbra do? Make up your mind, David Richards What does your wife call you? Please call me David. Dave. Id. Please call me David. Dave. Id. Please call me David. Dave. Id. Dave. 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 Saw you on the TV, looking kind of scruffy. No five o'clock shadow, it was more bum fluffy. Do you think it's groovy, being semi-hairy when you look at Ross Braun? Do you think he's sexy? You were kind of beard man, you're looking kind of weird man. You sit outside the station drinking cider from a tin can. Is there something wrong with your Remington? Could be something simple if the battery's gone. Make up your mind, David Richards. You need a razor, you really do. Make up your mind, David Richards. It's not hard, they sell them in boots. On speed at garethjones.tv Gareth Jones On Speed was a Wizbang TV production. (laughs)